Hi everyone, I am Dana Shepard, Director of Risk Finance for the District of Columbia Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking. And I'm Sean O'Donnell, Director of Financial Examination. Welcome to Captive Insurance 101. In this podcast, we will introduce the concept of captive insurance and how these specialized insurers are used to provide commercial insurance. This podcast will provide basic information about captives and why you might consider forming one. First, let's cover the fundamentals. What is a captive insurance company? A captive insurance company is a licensed and regulated insurance company that is formed and operated by a business or a group of businesses that provides commercial insurance to its owner or owners. A captive insurer is essentially a privately held insurance company, the owners of which are also the captive's policyholders. Captive insurers are used to provide insurance coverage for any insurance risks that are identified by an organization. Captives, however, are not permitted to provide insurance to the general public. Generally, businesses use captives to self-insure all or portions of a variety of commercial risks, including, but not limited to, property, commercial general liability, workers' compensation, commercial auto liability, product liability, directors and officers liability, marine, inland marine, cargo, cyber liability, and terrorism. All types of businesses and organizations, including nonprofits, that purchase a significant amount of insurance may benefit from forming a captive. Now that we have covered the basics of captive insurance, how can you tell if your company would benefit from forming a captive insurance company? To answer this question, it is important to first discuss why organizations form captive insurers. Typically, there are two reasons to form a captive insurance company. First, the insurance coverage your business needs may be unavailable from commercial insurance companies, or if it is available, the cost is prohibitively expensive. In some cases, coverage for certain risks may be entirely unavailable from commercial insurers. In other cases, coverage is available from commercial insurers, but the commercial insurer requires a high dollar deductible in the policy, or the policies include one or more exclusions from coverage that are important to your organization. These exclusions create what are commonly referred to as coverage gaps. One such coverage gap occurred in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks when commercial insurers were unwilling to provide coverage and commercial property policies if the losses were caused by acts of terrorism. A captive insurer can be formed to provide coverage that is unavailable from commercial insurers or to provide coverage for the deductible layer and for the coverage gaps in a commercial insurance policy. Second, You may consider forming a captive because you believe commercial insurers do not fully understand the nature of your business and its risks. For example, your business has never filed a claim in the past 10 or 20 years, but your insurance company is increasing your insurance premiums each year. In other words, your organization has better than average loss experience, and you are convinced that your company is subsidizing organizations with worse than average loss experience. As a result, you conclude you are being overcharged for insurance coverage despite your good risk profile and loss history. 
Captive Insurer charges premiums based on your organization's loss history and risk management practices. Now that we have covered the reasons for forming a captive, what else should you consider before making a final decision? When an organization makes the decision to form a captive, it assumes the financial responsibilities of paying for the organization's losses. Business losses are unpredictable and can be expensive to self-insure. In some instances, losses may be catastrophic. Accordingly, a business considering retaining the risk of certain losses must decide how much of its capital it is willing to risk. Keep in mind though, this is not an all or nothing proposition. It is possible to use a captive for some risk and not others, or to insure one or more layers of risk and continue to purchase some amount of insurance from commercial insurers, thereby lowering the organization's overall cost of insurance. An experienced property and casualty actuary can be helpful in analyzing your organization's loss experience. The actuary will use the organization's loss data to predict future losses across various lines of insurance. The actuary will also compare the cost of purchasing insurance from a commercial insurer with the cost of using a captive insurer to provide the same coverage. With the actuary's help, and a careful assessment of your organization's risk appetite, you can decide if a captive insurance company is right for your organization. This concludes Disby's Captive Insurance 101 podcast. Thank you for joining us. In future podcasts, we will discuss the types of captive insurance companies, the cost of operating a captive insurance company, how a captive is formed, and a case study of how an organization used a captive insurer to reduce its overall cost of risk. If you would like to learn more about captive insurance companies in the District of Columbia, please visit the department's website at disb.dc.gov or call us at 202-727-8000.